0: Noorah Speaks is a weekly podcast that tugs at the soul and consciousness of the Black community. With show topics such as youth empowerment, education, women's impact, and civic engagement, Nor Speaks challenges the listener to not only join the movement, but be the movement. On the show, you'll learn from insightful guests who have demonstrated capacity in these fields and more, and I'm your host, Nora Muhammad. Welcome to the show. Welcome to episode one hundred and thirty-six of the Nora Speaks podcast, and I am your host, Nora Muhammad. It is always a privilege and a pleasure to be with you each week, and I feel so um, blessed, really, to be able to come to you with uh, ideas to share that I believe can uplift our, our community, can restore our community. And for me, even though the condition that we're facing is certainly an uphill road, even though uh, you know, the change that we need is such a drastic change in so many areas, I am not hopeless, I am not dismayed, I am not discouraged, I am very excited because the opportunity that we have as a people, to come from literally the bottom, the bottom of slave ships, the 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 bottom of society, and where society has placed us, uh, the bottom of most social uh, negative factors, for us to have this opportunity to rise as the cream always rises to the top, I am excited because I know that the condition that we're in is not hopeless. It is not permanent. It is something that we can change and that we will change if we are working together, if we're sharing ideas, if we're listening, if we're learning, and if we're committed to the changes that we must make in our communities and our neighborhoods and our homes. And I am somebody who is committed. And I hope that by you being someone who is a listener of the Speaks podcast, even a first-time listener. I hope that you are committed. And if you are not committed, that after listening to this episode and others, then you will commit yourself to the changes that our community needs, that you will designate yourself as a change agent, as somebody who is instrumental to the rise of our people from the social condition that we are in, I hope that this episode and others will be a catalyst for that. So this episode, I want to talk about something that's been on my mind for quite some time. And it's, let's see, how do I start this? You know, for me, I'll say that I am the greatest miracle that I know. Each of us has a story. Each of us has a history and For many of us, you know, no one knows our full stories, right? It's between us and God. Um, But to know where I have come from, to know um, how my mind has expanded, how my skills have expanded, how my abilities have expanded, how the outlook (laughs) that I had for my life from being a, a very young girl has grown and expanded and all that I have achieved, I am the greatest miracle I know. I know how the deck was stacked against me. I know the obstacles that I faced to be who I am today and who I am growing to be tomorrow. So I know my story, you know your story. And for many of us who have overcome a lot, Who have um, become a source of inspiration when we ourselves needed inspiring? Many of us, we know that journey. We know that there was a process to get from our uh, point A to our point B. So, in that journey, there was struggle, there was heartbreak, there was um, um, dedication, there was perseverance there um, was self-doubt, there was um, feelings of being discouraged, there were things of um, or, or feelings of impossibility. Yet still, in spite of not just the physical barriers that we may have had or the social barriers that we may have had, the mental and the moral and the spiritual barriers that many of us have had, yet in spite of those barriers, we have pushed forward and have been able to excel, not just by ourselves alone, but by the people who've been around us to encourage us, to challenge us, some to even doubt us, some even to discourage us. Um, Those experiences that we learn from, those losses that we learn from, those wins that we learn from. And so in that journey and in this journey of life, we come from our point A to our point B And when folks see us at our point B, sometimes they can be discouraged. They, you know, they think she would never understand where I am. She would never understand where I'm coming from. She's not like me. She hasn't been where I've been. She hasn't been through what I've been through. She wouldn't understand. And so when we have these opportunities to reach out or to connect with somebody, who in some way is admirable, who in some way seems to be polished, seems to be well-spoken, seems to be put together. We allow ourselves to be discouraged or we are deterred by the polish that we see that someone else is wearing. And we think, you know, that person couldn't relate to me and and I couldn't relate to that person. And that is such a, um, incorrect idea that, uh, can be so far from the truth. Um, you know, nobody is just born without some, well, I shouldn't say nobody, many of us in the black community, many of us have faced significant challenges in our lives. Being black <laughs> in and of itself is a significant challenge for other people so they make it challenging for us so we have those who are among us who are in positions of um, of, of of politics or positions of government or who are our medical providers who are our professors our teachers who are our neighbors who are business owners and they seem so well spoken so well put together you know and, and, and so when you have somebody that's a young person, a, a young man, a, a young woman, or anybody who feels like they want more for their lives, often that person is discouraged from having a conversation, from asking for help, for, for saying, you know, this is what I want to do. Do you know how I can get there? And the unfortunate thing is that there's other people around them that also will discourage them. They say, you know, that person could never relate to you or that person thinks such and such or so-and-so about themselves. And we get in the way of an opportunity to connect or to learn from somebody because we think that there could not be any connection. There could not be any similarities in the journeys and in the stories. And I have to tell you, of the women that I'm close to, the closest women to me, of many of the brothers that I know, um, each of them has a story, a coming of age story. Many of them are in places that they didn't <laughs> see for themselves as children. And, but because they um, accepted the challenges that life put, put before them, because they listened to role models and mentors or their parents or their grandparents, or their uncles, or their coaches, because they listened, because they were obedient on the football field, because they were obedient in the classroom, because they were obedient on the basketball court, because they were obedient in the chess club, because they listened, and they were a vessel for someone who knew more, who had greater experience than them, they allowed themselves to be that vessel that others could pour into. And when folks allow themselves to be a vessel for others to pour into, I I mean, people want to give you everything that they have. If you're humble, if you're willing to listen, then people who know and people who have access and resources, they want to share. So this episode is dedicated to those people who are not in the place where they want to be. You're still on your journey as we all are on our journey. And maybe you're just starting out. Maybe you didn't get started yet. But for those that you see, that you admire, that you're attracted to or inclined to, don't be discouraged by the polish that they wear. Do not because it has been a journey. And I'll give an example. If someone Wants to be a a writer, and they want to be an author, and they want to, you know, uh, write beautiful novels. Well, then you have to begin writing, right? You're not going to start off writing like Toni Morrison, right? It, It it doesn't happen that way, you know. That art or that and that craft has to be cultivated. It has to be developed. You know, you're a chemistry student. You know, you may aspire to be a doctor. Well, when you start out in your residency or as an intern, you're not the well-accomplished uh, master of medicine that of the person that you may admire. We all have a start. And some of our beginnings are more humble than others. And so I recall a, a young sister that... um. We played basketball together and I used to think, man, this young lady just has it together. She was so elegant. She was so refined. She was so well-spoken, you know, I just thought, man, she has it all together in my mind. Anyway, she appeared to have it all together. She was absolutely fly. And when I met her mother, I thought, okay, here it is. She is an exact replica of her mother who was well-spoken who was so refined, who was so polished. And so this young lady that I met was raised in that way, right? Well, for her to be who she was, someone that even, and we were peers, that I just admired because of how refined and dignified she was at such a young age, it was admirable and it was beautiful. However, her mother had started as a baby cultivating and nurturing this girl to be the young woman who she was when I met her. Right? So it happens that way where a person is trained very, very early on. And for some who are not trained very early on, then they find or they're they They make acquaintance with mentors and people in that they meet in the classroom, uh, friends and their or parents of their friends, coaches. You meet people along the way in your journey and maybe you don't have that same start as the young lady that I described, but you can also have a start. Your start might just have happened a lot later. But these people who I am thinking of in my mind and I'm not going to call out any names, but they were vessels that people were able to pour into because They were humble and they listened and they did not let the insecurity that you feel that they also felt stop them from moving forward. They didn't let the fear that you may feel that they also felt stop them from moving forward. They didn't let the doubt that you feel that I felt stop them from moving forward. And so the challenge for us is to move past the fears that we feel the insecurity that we feel, the lack of confidence that we feel, the doubt and uncertainty that we all feel and and experience. I mean, it's it's part of this human condition, right? To not let those um, elements impede us from growing. And sometimes in your growth, what you become is not what you intended to be. But sometimes our paths just take us places that are totally unexpected. And that has happened to me. My life's path has taken me places that I just would never have imagined. And I'm so thankful. And so if I'm reflecting back on my journey, one thing that was always constant and it remains constant today is that I can sit and I can listen. I remember being a girl and sitting and listening to women talk. And because they're women and I'm young, I'm not qualified to in, to participate in this conversation. I'm a child. I sit and I listen. And then in my later teens, I meet another group of women. I'm not qualified to participate in this conversation <laughs> I qualify in as much as being a student and I paid attention. I listened, I learned, I took in what it is that these women shared when I was around. And so now fast forward 20 years later, I can now apply the principles and the lessons that I've learned and now be somebody that can pour into other people. So what we are now is not what we have always been. There has been a journey. And the 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 great thing about this is being able to move past all of that stuff that I talked about, the fears, the insecurity, the lack of confidence, the doubt that um, unfortunately, you know, we all run into. Putting all that aside and moving forward because what happens people say is, Well, you know, Sister Nora, she's always, you know, she's she's always been good at such and such. No, I haven't. Well, you know, uh, you know, Nora, she's, you know, she's she's a great speaker. You know, no, you know, people just can't do that. Yes, they can. I mean, literally, I'm saying things that I'm not saying this of myself. This is what people have said, and I've heard people say, as if Nora has always been who who she is. No, this has been a journey. It's been an incredible journey, and so when people say Well, you know, that's that's Nora. As if that can't be you, as if that can't be the next sister, as if that this can't be the next girl. That is such an unfair thing to say because it kind of isolates the talent, right? As if I have a monopoly on the talent that I possess. I have the talents that I have because I've practiced them, because I've allowed myself to be Uh, afraid. I've allowed myself to move past my uncertainty. How am I going to sound? Am I going to get this across properly? I have allowed myself to go through the obstacle course and the gauntlet of this aspect of life to be able to perform well in certain arenas. And I'm grateful that I allowed myself to do that. But I hear language that we use with each other, where we want to isolate a talent as if that one person can possess it. And that's what I really want to get to. And ultimately, the point of this particular episode is, is that no one person is the possessor of a singular talent. And when we uh, use language that discourages others and creates somewhat of a separation between people, then we rob people of the opportunity to learn from others who have talents, you know? It's, it's as if someone's saying, well, you know, that person, they, you know, their, their parents were able to, I don't know, send them to college. Well, you know, they, they were born like that. Well, because maybe they were able to be raised in a household, a middle class household, and their family was able to give them a good education. They can't be an asset to somebody who doesn't have those same circumstances or because this person has come from what we might consider the bottom, has come from hard times and has been able to study and refine themselves so that they can sit in any room. Now you're going to tell somebody who is at the bottom that they could never attain to what that person has attained to? We have to be very careful of what we say to others And what we allow others to say to us because they may have an insecurity because they might think very low of you or very low of me, then they'll try to put a wedge between us from accessing others who have the opportunity to help. Listen, do not be discouraged by another person's polish. You know, that sister that you might see in that flowing robe, she could have been at the bottom. She could have had the worst of life, life's experiences. And we do this thing in the black community where we want to outdo each other in pain. You know, well, you know, my, well, my, my mother, you know, she, she died of brain cancer. Well, well, my mother, she died of breast cancer. We have this thing where we want to outdo each other in suffering and in pain as if somehow the greater the suffering, the more legitimate we become. Well, that's something that we have to do away with. And because a person may not have suffered like you, that doesn't mean that they're not qualified to have a conversation with you and that you should should not listen to them. We should access those who are around us so that we can get to the next level, whatever, whatever our level is that we aspire to be. And we shouldn't cut short our goals and our dreams because where we want to be our target appears to be so far away. Do not let that discourage you. And so something else I'll add. There are some people who refuse to work on themselves because they may see the talents that other people have, because they may see the skills and the expertise that other people have, and because they don't have that same skill set, that specific skill set. Well, they decide that they're not going to perform at all if they can't perform at an A-plus level. If their only performance is going to be a C or C-minus or C-plus level, they're not going to perform because they can't perform at the A-plus level. Well, how do you think the person who's performing at the A-plus level got there? Because they started out performing as an F-level, as a D-level, as a C-level as a B-level. And as they performed in whatever arena that it is that they're performing in, they got constructive feedback. They got criticism, right? They made mistakes. They had to learn from them. They got correction. They had the wherewithal to put their ego to the side and perform and be happy that they hit the C-level because a C-level is better than nothing at all, right? So there are some who withhold any kind of contribution if they can't operate at an A-plus level. I, I've i heard people literally say that before they uh, start going to the gym, they're going to start working out. And I think, well, wait, what is that? What do you mean? You're going to start working out and then go to the gym. Why don't you just go to the gym? Oh, because when you go to the gym, you want to go to the gym as the top athlete in the gym. Well, isn't the gym the place where you go to Condition your body to condition yourself. Oh, so you're not going to go to the gym, the place that has the resources that you want to condition yourself until you're fully conditioned and top level. So until you take that walk, until you go for that jog, until you start lifting those weights, you're never going to go to the gym. And so many of our people never start because they have some silly qualification, they have some silly qualification in the way of them starting. And, and look, that, that's fine for them. But what I'm telling you is that it's a cop-out. It's because they're afraid or it's because they're lazy or it's because they're unambitious. So they have some, they've, they've constructed some imaginary barrier to getting to where it is that they think that they should be or need to be. Don't let that be you. Do not let the polish that other people have, fool you. There are so many well-to-do black women who are successful in their field of life. And they will tell you, oh, I came from the bottom. <laughs> I wasn't born like this, I came from the bottom. There are so many men, brothers who are doing so well and they will tell you, oh no, this was a struggle. Nothing was handed to me, nothing hands anything to a black man. This was a struggle. I had to work and fight, not just to be here, but to stay here. So don't be discouraged because you see somebody with shine, because you see somebody with polish, and you think that they can't relate to you. You don't know another person's journey or another person's story unless you ask. And let's just say, maybe that person was born and had the opportunities to walk right into excellence, Well, there's still something that we can learn from that person too, right? So we don't need to put a cap on our opportunities because we think somebody doesn't understand our story. Do not be discouraged by somebody else's polish. Because I'm telling you, to polish anything, to get anything smooth, there had to be a lot of friction. There had to be some obstacles. There had to be some barriers. There had to be some hurdles. There had to be some failure. There had to be some mistakes, how many people right now are sitting on ideas that they're not implementing because they're afraid to not be successful? Do you know how many people fail, quote, fail before they succeed? Are you kidding? How many airplanes did the Wright brothers make before they got the right one to fly? How many times, right? The, the, the Wright brothers didn't say, well, we're we're going to... um." make a plane and it's going to fly. Well, they made many planes that were not successful, that did not um, fly successfully. And there are people other than the Wright brothers who also tried, right? So um, do not let fear of failure, do not let your insecurity, because somebody appears to be more polished than you, do not let these barriers keep you from accessing opportunities that can take you where you want to go on your journey. Don't do that. Do not withhold opportunities that would be good for you because of your insecurity. Don't withhold that from yourself and don't withhold that from the rest of us who could benefit from the gifts and the talents that you can develop and that can take you in places that you've never experienced because you can be a greater asset to your people if only we were unselfish, if only we took risk, if only we, we snatched up and, and took advantage of opportunities in spite of our insecurities, in spite of our fears, and in spite of our doubt. Don't be discouraged by the polish. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Speaks podcast. Until next time, stay in peace. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Nora Speaks Podcast. Be on the lookout for a new episode coming at you fresh next week. And as always, if you want to learn more about me and the work that I do, visit my website, norahmohamed.com. Or if you have a listener question, email me at info at noraspeaks.com. You can also follow the Nora Speaks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Nora Speaks Podcast. I'll be sure to include links in the show notes. If this show has value to you, please subscribe, rate, and review, and share it with family and friends. And be sure to check out previous episodes. And remember, don't just join the movement. Be the movement. Stay in peace.